we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Farm. The date today is Thursday, the 27th of March, 2008. My name is Ben Miller. I'm hanging here with my fellow thought criminals, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pieth, our third radio host here. Hello. We've got a great show for you guys tonight. We've got tons of stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to be taking your phone calls as well. number to reach us is 888-202-1984. You can also drop us an instant message at AOL Instant Message screen name, Animal Farm Show, all one word. And I want to give a quick honorable mention here coming up here soon. So, folks, stay tuned. You're on the farm. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. since I was a little kid, um, and it was about a post-apocalyptic world. Um, very, very interesting shot. I'm sure everybody and their mother has heard of this. The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. in 1987. Great, great, great film. Just watched it last night. I haven't seen it since I'd seen it again. And uh, the underlying notions of the film, uh, the, the uh, ability to see ahead in time, they were talking about national IDs, and they were talking about databases and things of that sort. And I just thought it was... That was an incredible movie. Plus, it was those 80s movies, and it had those cheesy, cheesy uh, one-line things. After, <laughs> yeah, like after so they kill a person, you know, they make a joke about it, like, you know. I'll be back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very good. One guy, one guy got, got, like, cut in half or something like that. Yeah. And the heroine asks Arnold Schwarzenegger what happened to him, and he says, you have to split. To split. <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. It's <laughs> just a classic movie. For anybody that hasn't seen it in a very long time or since they have woken up, Go check that out. Uh, so that's that's my little honorable mention for the evening. Yeah. It's funny how when you go back and watch films or movies you haven't seen in a long time, that you pick up a lot of things that you 
yeah. didn't, you know, wouldn't normally pick up, whether it's because of age or because now you, you look at a lot of things in a different light. You know, uh-huh. you look at mind control, you look at media. But uh, anybody who's traveling, I wanted to mention this. And then I want to get into a really inspirational story because there is so much bad news. Man, but I wanted to talk about uh, inspirational things tonight <laughs> as much as possible. But um, there was an incident in Los Angeles. And there's, I guess there's going to be a lawsuit. But an attorney claims security agents gave a woman a pair of pliers and forced her to remove her nipple ring, her nipple rings excuse me, in order to board an airline flight. So she had multiple rings on. <laughs> Los Angeles attorney Gloria Alred issued a press what? statement Thursday making the allegation, but she didn't provide the details. A news conference was scheduled. A Transportation Security Administration spokesman, Dwayne Baird, said he had not heard of the incident. Uh, Baird said the TSA has no specific policy about body jewelry, but if it was big enough to sound an alarm, and I'm sure it was, uh, the person wearing it would not be allowed to pass security until the alarm was investigated. So, you know, it, just another... Uh, you know, one of hundreds of thousands of incidents where, you know, we could probably let certain things slide. If it's a nipple ring, is there a way we could find out uh, that it's just a nipple ring and not a machine gun or a knife? You know, I mean, is there any way we can get past because, uh, there's this? There's a double standard. There's a double standard because then you got to put in the the uh, you know the X-ray machines that see through your clothes and look at all your body parts <laughs> and stuff like that. Maybe that maybe this is the prequel. Maybe. Um, <laughs> So, you know, take but it for a nipple ring? Yeah. I don't know, Ben. You know, they, they have the little wand thing where they go over the bodies with the wand things and they can go over the parts. So if she says, hey, I have like a, a nipple ring on, yeah. and then it, and then he waves the wand over her breast and it starts flashing, yeah. it's not like she's Austin Powers with the robots. <laughs> with the metal breasts. Yeah, the metal breasts and they shoot machines. <laughs> or Madonna. Off, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Well, you know, it's not, I mean, it's not a really big deal. I mean, I'm actually getting ready to fly. I'm going to New Orleans over the weekend and, you know, just making sure that there's nothing metal on me at all except for my belt buckle i guess but you know take it for what you will and you know and, and like i said before ben i mean I, you know there's so many stories going on and there's so much we have to talk about tonight but i really wanted to start this off and i was listening to jack blood today and you know he was i guess he was talking about you know are you getting tired of fighting all the time you know are you getting wary you know and it, i guess it's time to really double our efforts and, and to become more active but a lot of people were calling in and saying no you know it's, it's even though it is a lot of work to to go the extra mile and not enjoy our lives all the time and really try to fight yeah. What we believe in in our principles, yeah. whatever they may be. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, this, this. I was kind of browsing CNN videos, and I caught this story. And again, instead of talking about some of the headlines I saw today, you know, mom uses kids to shoplift, and 911 call goes unanswered, or a man steals no. charity from a money jar, you know, stole the jar. And, and then there was even worse one where a mom shot her own kids and then, like, went to a campus to brandish the gun. I don't even know what's going on in our society today, Ben. But there was this one story that I really felt was appropriate, and I wanted to play it for you. Jason McElwain was at practice today doing what he does every day. As a student assistant, he helps out the team. But all that changed on Wednesday night. That's when Coach Jim Johnson decided to give Jason his shot to suit up and play. He says, this is your senior president. This is your last, last chance to ever get on the floor as a actual basketball player for that night. Jason, or J-Mac as he is known, is medically diagnosed as highly functioning autistic. He's also loved by his teammates and fellow students. That's why they came to the game with his face on signs. And when he entered the game, they went crazy. My emotions started. So now this this kid gets a chance to play it again. He was just a teen helper. He wasn't really a basketball player, but he was he got along really well with his teammates. So the coach puts uh-huh. him in. I guess this is the last game of the year, and. You'll hear it, but he sets a team record or he ties a team record. This is really a story of inspiration for me. On Wilds, I actually sat down and I started to tear up. I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. 
Jason got in the game, took a pass, and took a shot. He missed badly. First possession, he gets the ball. He shoots an air ball. He misses like by six feet. And I put my hands in my head. I'm out. Please, Lord, just get him a basket. One minute later, he got his hoop. A three-pointer that set the gym on fire. I was very excited. Uh, the team was excited. Um, everybody else was excited. But J-Mac wasn't done. He kept shooting and kept hitting. Another three and another three. I was on fire. I was hotter than a pistol. When he was done, he had hit a team record tying six three-pointers. The crowd stormed the court and put Jason on their shoulders. It was one of those special moments that, as an athletic director, if I retired today, this would be the one thing that I talked about forever. Jason's playing career is done, but his celebrity continues at school. So, you know, it goes on, and you can check that out at cnn.com uh, slash video. And it's just, you know, with all the stuff going on, Ben, I just wanted to talk about it. I know we don't talk a lot about sports, but it, just in this case, to me, it's just it just shows how much we can accomplish, you know, what good humans can do and, and help one another and, and yeah. you know, become a team or, you know, become a community and, and just, you know, stand up for each other. And even if this kid didn't hit a point, it's just the fact that, you know, everybody supported him and, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm, I just needed something like this to kind of start the show off, but it, it was a great story, and, it, you know, it just kind of gave me a little bit of inspiration. So yeah. not everything is bad, and I know we don't we don't have a lot of good news on this show, Ben. We it's just, like the 80s sports flicks. You need something emotional. You need something <laughs> yeah, uplifting. Like documentaries. And, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's good stuff. And so, <laughs> and, you know. special friend you are. Yes, I am a special friend. <laughs> so, oh, boy. You know, there's that. And, uh, you know, like I said, you could check it out for yourselves, but at least, you know, it, it was it was uplifting. Well, good. I have another uplifting story. Okay, good. Let's this keep it up. Is, I think, yeah, let's <laughs> try to keep it going as much as we can. But former U.S. Senator and also former presidential candidate Mike Gravel joins the Libertarian Party. How about a round of applause? Absolutely. Great, great, great guy. He was viewed as a sort of a kooky old man um, as from the mainstream media point of view. But I thought he was great. Went up, went up on stage and just started cussing out the Democrats. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, really just going after them hard, uh, more than more so than Dennis Kucinich was. Um, so I, I really always admired uh, Mike Gravel for speaking his mind. But he says, I'm joining the Libertarian Party because it is a party that combines a commitment to freedom and peace that can't be found in the two major parties that control the government and politics of America, says Gravel. My libertarian views, as well as my strong stance against the war, the military-industrial complex, and American imperialism, seem not to be tolerated by Democratic Party elites who are out of touch with the average American elites that reject the empowerment of American citizens I offered to the Democrat Party at the beginning of this presidential campaign with the National Initiative for Democracy. So, hmm. yes, great stuff. I'm, I'm glad that he's joining one because I'll tell you what, man, when, when the 2008 elections come along, I'm going to be voting for a constitutionalist, uh, a green or a libertarian. I'm not voting for a Democrat or a Republican. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that right now. No, there's no there's no there's um, no way for me either. Yeah. Yeah, and the only reason I might I, I would vote for a green is because uh, Cynthia McKinney is a green. Cynthia McKinney. She's the uh, presidential candidate for the Green Party. Big fan. Yeah, and I'm, a, and I'm a big fan of hers. So, I actually have some great video clips. Maybe I'll queuing up later on of her grilling Rumsfeld, you know, years ago on C-SPAN. Just some really, uh, you yes. know, lack of a better word, ballsy yes. <laughs> type stuff. And an ode to uh, Cynthia McKinney. Uh, she got in trouble by the mainstream news because she was going into work and yeah. 
she she claimed that there was racial profiling, but you know, I, I I personally think she probably just got sick of showing her stinking ID every day, and the guy was probably like, "Hey, you didn't show me your ID today," and she was probably like, "Get the hell off me," yeah. and you know, it started it, that way. But not to be the the conspiracy nut or anything, but it really coincided. She had just come out and I guess talking against nine eleven and talking about the the child uh, kidnapping rings and the slavery rings. She really started getting some some publicity on that front, and all of a sudden, and another scandal came out. So I guess it's just coincidence. We ain't got no budget. That's right. We so just moving the ball here, keeping it rolling along. Britain makes camera that sees under clothes, so unfortunately couldn't go for the trifecta here with good news. Ouch. Some good news later on, though. Um, we can't give it to you all in one burst. It just wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be animal farmish. But out of London, a British company has developed a camera uh, that can, de- uh, can detect weapons, drugs, or explosives hidden under people's clothes from up to 25 meters away in what could be a breakthrough what? for security industry. Now, this is kind of old news. Many of you are saying, yeah, well, we kind of know that already, but this is just another one out of Reuters, another article really going into the specifics, and you can check it out yourselves, but the T-5000 camera. I guess. Oh, very, nice. very 80s Arnold uh, movie. Terminator 5000. Yes, created by a company called ThruVision, uses what it calls passive imaging technology to identify objects by the natural electromagnetic rays known as terahertz or T-rays that they admit. Uh, the high-powered camera can detect hidden objects from up to 80 feet away and is effective even when people are moving. It does not reveal physical body details, and the screening is harmless, the company says. So, nice. uh, I guess in the right hand, this can be a very effective tool, and I guess it could really help people. That, yet, uh, you know, yet to be seen, and certainly give us oh, a call no. and let us know your thoughts here. <laughs> uh Like we said earlier, you know, lots to talk about tonight. We're going to jump around like always. And you can call in and tell us anything that uh, is on your mind. You can instant message us at AOL, Animal Farm Show, one word. And again, folks, check out our forums, animalfarmshow.com, and just click on forums in the upper right corner there. Those forums are there for you. Uh, we want to get you involved in anything you have to say. We do have a veterans corner now, the courtesy of the... Um, many veterans that we've had on the show. Yep. Uh, any information uh-huh. you have, definitely post and let us know about it as well. Um, so that's basically what's going on, Ben, at least for the first uh, segment here. Yeah. So you can check out the Britain makes camera that sees under clothes story. Christ, that's just disturbing. But it really is. <laughs> I'm surprised well, it doesn't show any bodily features. I'd be very curious to see how it doesn't. I guess it just like shows old cartoons and shows the things floating around inside your body and stuff. But <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Coke dealer, heroin pushers, crack sellers, the Bush pardons. We have received uh, George Bush's pardon list. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it contains <laughs> Coke dealers, heroin pushers, crack sellers. Now, let's, let's just get this straight, folks. Uh, <laughs> George Bush is the only one to pardon crack dealers and heroin uh, mm-hmm. smugglers and, and things of that sort. Uh, Bill Clinton had a, yeah. had a very long laundry list of that type of crap. But just give you, just give you an over, overview of uh, the type of people that were being pardoned here. Uh, just, just for your food of thought, William Marcus McDonald Wetumpuk from Alabama, Alabama, his offense was disruption of coke, uh, yeah, disri- distribution of cocaine. Sorry, possession of cocaine with intent to distribute use of cocaine. Um, and then we have Robert Michael Mil- uh, Milroy, and he was importation of heroin. William L. Baker, uh, distribution of a controlled substance. William Bruce Butt uh, from London, Kentucky, bank embezzlement. Um, Mariano Garza Cabarello. Dealing in, fi- dealing in firearms with a federal without a federal firearms license, which is pretty ridiculous. Okay, Anthony C. Foglio, uh, distribution of marijuana. 
Uh, <laughs> Carl Harry Hayes, please, sir. Conspiracy, conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. So just I a couple don't of the marijuana it makes me paranoid. <laughs> just a couple <laughs> of the people that the president is, is pardoning. Just for you guys to know. Just for you to know. George W. Yeah, great job, George. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> So many, many, many things to talk about tonight. There was a story, and, and we did talk a lot last week, or actually on Tuesday, Ben, about the guns, AK-47s in this case now are turning up more in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I guess Louisiana, the cake had been served, and the children were jumping up and down in a big inflatable castle when the birthday party turned to bedlam. It's an unfortunate story. Clarence McGraw's jaw dropped as he saw the visitors coming, uh, uh, guns drawn. The screaming began. Children ran everywhere in the courtyard uh, of the low-income apartment complex adults fell to the ground bullets flew the killers wounded three youngsters but for reasons police cannot explain it was 19 year old mcgraw they were after as mcgraw lay in the center of a green square the gunman stood over him and fired again he was shot 15 to 20 times in all so more and more stories God, all across man. the country now ben about how guns what? you know a lot of issues with the guns and i guess you know maybe that's why we're hearing so much about the second amendment that's why the supreme court was debating it last week it's just, um, it's just what the hell's wrong with people i mean i, I that's, that's exactly it. That's, Ooh, and that's, that's what I head wrapped around this stuff. It's so disturbing, and it's like happening every day and every day. Every every every, every week we come here on the show, yeah. and we talk about these disgusting cases that are happening. So, I mean, we got a lot more to talk about, cops. I mean, uh, <laughs> testing eye in the sky Snoop device, and also bombing Pakistan. So, we'll be back momentarily, folks. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Peace out. Stay I'm tuned. You idiot. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. 
There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Anzuri, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We The People Radio Network. I don't know if it's something in the air, but, uh, you know, folks who were just talking about it, and I think, you know, it's not just because of Jack Blood and his show today, but I, th- I don't know, something in the air today. Everybody just kind of feels down and tired, and I think, you know, we're all in agreement that we're just so fed up with what's going on that, I don't know, it's, you know, Ben, I mean, I prepared for the show, and I, you know, I read a lot of articles today and stories, and I looked around all last night, and I mean, I have so much to talk about today, but it's just, you know, I guess, you know, we're all getting to the point now, and not to steal Jack Blood's uh, fire from today's show, but that's just something that's going on. It's kind of in the air, we're just all exhausted, and I'm, you know, I'm glad I'm kind of going to go relax. This maybe, the, maybe the evil government <laughs> is zapping lazy waves into our heads. Oh, and God, making us uh, just tired. Yeah, well, <laughs> folks, I mean, you know, give us your thoughts about it. We're going to go to your phone calls now. Uh, Paris, Illinois, you're on the air. Hey, yeah, um, I have some. I also have some good news here. There's a new um, coalition that's being formed. It's called the Save America Summit. Um. It's basically a people organizing to have a different candidate between we we don't want the Republican or the Democratic candidates this election, so they are uh, they're planning to unite under one candidate either Constitutional Party or whatever party Green Party you know whatever party, and they their goal is they don't want the same same old same old Hillary Obama or McCain. And what is it called again, Paris? Just tell us what it's called again. I think I missed that in the beginning. It's called, let me just look at, um, it's called uh, Save America Summit. Save America Summit. Okay, okay. all right, great. And, and what, you, what you're trying to do is unify all, all people in the Patriot Movement behind a new uh, candidate? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, it, 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 it's a website that some people are grabbing, Gunner of, of America. I think Alan Kays is, is in... Also has done with something with it. Um, yeah, I say a bunch of candidates uh, like that. You know, the constitutional candidates have done some. Uh, some you can Google it and it should come up. Save America Summit. I think it's SaveAmericaSummit.com, but I'm not sure. You can Google it and stuff. But yeah, yeah sure. 
That we'll do Paris and, and and Paris, yes. if you will, post it in the forum. Um, the phone was cutting can, out there, Ben. Yeah, and we can and we could do that. But I mean, I gotta tell you, man, Al, Alan Keyes is <laughs> not very constitutional himself. You know, he's he is for this unconstitutional, undeclared war. Sure. Um, so I I just yeah. don't when when people talk, you know, Alan Keyes is a conservative, I would say, but I wouldn't put him in the the uh, I wouldn't classify him as a constitutionalist because he obviously doesn't even understand the foreign policy and the and the congressional. Uh, authority that happens up under the Constitution. Sure. Have you read yeah. the Constitution? Yeah, Paris, thanks for the call. Unfortunately, your phone was a little bit hard. It was hard to understand. I think the phone was breaking up. And absolutely, Paris, give it a, give a, uh, go to the Animal Farm Show website, animalfarmshow.com, and post it. Uh, let us know the website, because that would be great to, uh, to learn more about that. And we do look at them, folks. We do look at your posts and anything that we can, we will talk about on the show. Yeah. And if you have a yeah, suggestion for us as well, you know, let us know if you want us to talk about something. And again, you can also instant message us. You don't have to call in. Uh, we do like when you Call, but it's also Animal Farm Show, which is one word on AIM. But, uh, you know, again, just to leave off on the point, but I don't know, maybe we're just all exhausted, maybe it's because the end of the week, but, you know, we're all fed up, and I think we gotta keep, we got to keep doing this and keep fighting, and maybe it's time to really kind of well, double the, the effort. Thing, man. I think that, you know, we, we all have to start, because we're giving up our hobbies for this, almost everybody that listens to more this than radio that. show. More than that, more than just hobbies. Yeah, because everybody that listens to this radio show is an activist. We're giving up our hobbies. We're not going out with our friends. We're not fishing. We're not uh, doing all the stuff that we truly want to do. Yeah. We, we have to fight this new world order here. Um, but we have to start trying to make that a hobby in certain ways, you know. So one of the things that we do here on the show is we try to have fun. Well, we'll, and, and we'll play is. our lie. Yeah, and we'll sure. play games like this where it educates and we're also having fun and we're also trying to create a community where maybe we can all hang out. Um, and drink a couple beers and talk about how to defeat the New World Order. I mean, you know, that's that's one way to deal with it. Um, I like yeah, the fish. I, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm feeling tired and exhausted of, uh, about it all, too. Yeah. And uh, imagine somebody like Alex Jones or, or, that's or a good somebody point. like a Lou Rockwell that have been in it for... Even 10, 15 yeah. years, and they're just like, <laughs> their entire lives are ruined. And, and I think it's, it, there's no wonder that, you know, sometimes you listen to Alex, and often, you know, you listen to Alex Jones, and he's a, a great example, and I'm glad you brought it up, Ben, but you listen to him. And <laughs> he just gets pissed. I mean, not, not only do you hear the passion and the you know, fight in his voice, that goes without saying, but it's also those times where he just, not that he has a breakdown on air, but he almost goes into that state of... He, he can't believe what's going on. He wishes he was wrong, and, uh, you know, he, he just gets so frustrated, and you, and you understand. I want you to rise right. and get fired up, yeah. and get angry, <laughs> yeah. and you just start grinding your teeth, <laughs> and just get mentally ready. But if they keep pushing, we're going to take them, and I mean take them savage. Right. I mean run them down. Let me take yep. their heads and just ram them into the concrete. Let me just heads just bust open. I <laughs> 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 just crush them. You know what I tell Talking about just bite big, huge bloody chunks right out of them. Right. Nothing can stop us. That's what it is. Amen. But uh, let's get back to substance here, Ben. And you know, folks, let us know what's on your mind. But we're going to get into it now. We're going to keep the ball rolling like we always do. The State Department uh, makes bank by outsourcing passport production to dodgy overseas contractors. And there's an opinion here in the, I guess this is boingboing.net. But I'll get to the Lou Dobbs clip real quick out of boingboing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. The State Department is making profit on every passport passport ordered by a U.S. citizen because it has outsourced printing to Asia, including a Thai company that has had problems with Chinese espionage. Hard to believe, but everything, everything you look at now in this country is being outsourced. New evidence tonight that our government is putting expediency ahead of national security once again. The State Department is outsourcing the manufacture of American passports to foreign countries and at the same time doing little or nothing to oh, enforce visas into the United States. 
it always seems to get just better and better. Luis Giovanni has our report. New findings about passport security breaches and visa overstays are raising red flags about national security. The Washington Times reports batches of blank passports had been shipped to several countries, including the Netherlands, Israel, and Germany, and then on to Thailand for processing. Would they do this with money that's being minted in the United States or being printed in the United States? The passport is as uh, vital a document as is our currency. This should never be outsourced to any foreign company. This should be done by the American government. The outsourcing decision was made by the government printing office, which the report states reaped huge profits and overcharges to the State Department. GPO says it couldn't find a U.S. company capable of assembling the latest state-of-the-art passports and that perceived profits were due to accounting procedures. And GPO says, quote, the materials are moved via a secure transportation means, including armored vehicles. That's not the point. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, yeah, take it for what you will. And, and that I'm going to call to cheer us up. I'm just at such an I'm in a mood right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, it, I, I want to make. Yeah, it, it's uh, again. I mean, it, it's it's not that we're physically tired. It's really more of a mental thing, and it's just you know when does the bad news end? Uh, but I, I want to keep on this. The point that really struck me was my, that voice of the man in there was Michael Cutler, who said, you know, would they do this with money? And it's it's interesting that he mentions that. In other words, would we outsource the printing of our currency to another? another country <laughs> yet at this point probably well no yes. but when you think about it who prints the money for the united states ben it's a federal bank are they a united states organization no they're not they're a private bank they're they're, the they're, private, yeah. they're not united states organization yeah. period i mean they so, reside in the country but yeah, they're, that, not, yeah. they're not a they're, they're not a, a private bank yeah. you know they have since 1913 they have the authority to do so so it's interesting that michael cutler says well we wouldn't do this with our currency why are we going to do it with our passports where you know we're pa especially in today's uh, world uh passports are so important and um I think CNN weighed in on this earlier today, and, you know, the first statement out of the shoot was, passports are made for blah, 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 and to protect uh, from terrorism, all these things. So their, their report was a little bit different. It took a different turn. Lou Dobbs, I think every night Lou Dobbs gets more fired up and more angry. Yeah. Uh, love him or hate him, I mean, at least he's talking about issues that are relevant. How could you not yeah, get I mean, more fired up and angry every night? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And he also weighed in on the gun search privacy in D.C., but, uh, you know, just to close this point, Ben, they're outsourcing the production of our passports. Passports now. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough that we're, we're coming up to Real ID now in May and, and all the issues with Real ID and with the RFID technologies now in the passports and now, you know, in the identification cards. It's just we're, we're digging a deeper hole. So when we get back, we'll talk about the gun search privacy issue in now in D.C., not just Boston and how the residents are reacting. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, more news and your phone calls. Animal Farm Show. Stay tuned. People are sick and tired of the politics. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jogs a few months later, we know we're doing something right. 
right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, 1-877-928-8822. Who is Ron Paul, the Republican candidate for president? Ron Paul served his country as a flight surgeon after the Cuban Missile Crisis. As a young doctor, Ron Paul worked nights in the emergency room of an inner-city hospital, taking care of everyone, whether they could pay or not. As an OBGYN, Ron Paul delivered over 4,000 babies. Dr. Ron Paul knows our health care system needs real change, where patients and doctors are in charge, not big corporations or government bureaucrats. As a congressman for almost two decades, Ron Paul knows our Constitution is there to protect our freedom and limit government. He has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget. His record clearly shows he will cut taxes and stop runaway spending. People who know him call him the taxpayer's best friend. To learn more about this remarkable man, go to ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. I'm Ron Paul, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by Grassroots Efforts to Elect Ron Paul. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. steps up strikes in Pakistan. Officials fear support from Islamabad will wane as Musharraf loses power. Oh, you didn't know that we're at war with Pakistan now? Oh, oh, oh you didn't know you that? didn't know? Yeah, that's wow. the new America. That's the way that things work around here now, boys and girls, ladies and uh, ladies and men. <laughs> ladies and germs. <laughs> ladies and germs. That's how it happens here in the new America. They have the shake the street. The shake the tree strategy. A senior U.S. official called the shake the tree strategy it has not been without controversy. Others say, and they're just bombing uh, military targets inside Pakistan uh, without any permission. So, yeah. God, really, I love freedom. Yeah, and you know, freedom. And to, and to insult intelligence even further, and we do have a follow-up with the you know the mistaken missile parts delivery to Taiwan thing. I'll, I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But apparently, John McCain uh, has recently spoke out and said that a premature premature withdrawal from Iraq would endanger Israel. And this better get the phone lines lit because this is a huge issue. And every time you even mention Israel in any light other than favorite, or if you don't you know show favoritism toward Israel, you're anti-Semitic all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll 
I'll read the quote, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, I believe a reckless and premature withdrawal would be a terrible defeat for our security interests and our values, the Arizona senator and uh, Republican presidential nominee. Meanwhile, they call him the Republican presidential nominee, and he's not really the nominee yet, but he said this Wednesday Ridiculous. in a major foreign policy speech. Iran, which backs Shiite hegemonic uh, aspirations in Iraq, would view our premature withdrawal as a victory and the biggest state supporter of terrorists, a country of nuclear ambitions and state of desire to destroy the state of Israel would see its influence in the Middle East grow significantly. So I guess the question here is, you know, uh, is this one of the arguments from people that don't want to, you know, withdraw because of Israel's security and all this stuff because they are our allies? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Call me an isolationist. Call me whatever you want. But I want to get the hell out of there. And I don't care about other countries' security right now because I just care about my own because it's dying and it's the country is dissolving, like we said, yeah. uh, from within. I got to say, man, if you look at it from a super uh, common sense type of point of view where you're kind of like, okay, if we have our troops in that other country, uh, aren't there people going to get pissed off because we're literally have our troops in that other country? You know? Yeah. And, and even if we're doing Rob good. I've talked about it many times. You know, we, we don't even understand the politics of the Middle East and we're all the way over there. It's like we have to get the hell our people out of their country. I mean, it's a very, very simple concept. It really is. Because once we put our people in their country, they view us as occupiers. Yeah, exactly. And even if they're, uh, you know, even if they're for us being there, it's just it's a simple, to me it's very simple. This war between these two countries has, has been going on for a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, how many thousands of years almost, if not more? Yeah. You know, why do we have to get involved with other people's wars? I know why. I mean, I know who's making the money and who's profiting, but, you know, from an American standpoint, again, it's it's just the, the ass backwards logic. Well, you know, we're under know. the threat of terrorism. The borders are not secure right now. And it can be looked at as pretty, as, as pretty, uh, um, complex, you know, because you it is very oil, complex. Yeah, oil prices. You know what I mean. For this article here, as oil lot, prices yeah. rise, Cheney praises South Saudi Arabia, and he's sitting there telling him that they kept their promise about <laughs> trying to Cheney. trying to keep up with demands. Um, but you know, oil prices are at their highest. So that's one of the reasons that we're there. We have people in Saudi Arabia. Um, we basically trade our troops for their oil, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what gets people like Bin Laden all pissed off. Yeah. And uh, flying, flying planes into our building. Lest we forget that Carl Rove said that if we withdraw from Iraq, a uh, $200 barrel of an oil uh, will be a reality, which I don't believe. But uh, definitely uh, give us your thoughts on that. 888-202-1984. And again, I, as I promised, we have an update here. Robert Gates now orders nuclear weapons review following mistaken missile parts delivery. I guess, you know, I guess it's probably time now. AP. And I actually got found out of uh, Fox News. Defense Secretary Robert Gates has ordered a full inventory of all nuclear weapons and related materials and an assessment of inventory control procedures in the wake of the mistaken delivery of ballistic missile fuses to Taiwan. The, the Pentagon said Thursday that Gates issued the order in a letter to the Air Force, Navy, and Defense Logistics Agency. He told the agencies he wanted a report in no more than 60 days. Mm -hmm. The Defense Department said this. Earlier this week, Gates asked Navy Administrator uh, Admiral excuse me, Kirkland H. Donald to take charge of a full investigation of the delivery mishap in which four cone-shaped fuses for an intercontinental ballistic missile were shipped to the Taiwanese instead of the helicopter batteries they had ordered. It's like, an, you know, like I said, not, like, not exactly your eBay shipping slip up here, uh, <laughs> you know, leave negative feedback, that type of thing. So, I mean, you know, I guess, yeah, time to take inventory of our nukes, guys. I guess it's probably time now that we almost shipped the, you know, cones, or we did ship cones to Taiwan. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, does anybody think maybe this should be going on all the time, checking what we're doing? 
and where we're sending things. I don't know. I guess I'm just a, a nutcase, but um, I don't know. You, you let us know. Uh, you know, thankfully, Ben, you know, in this story, I think we, we recovered these missile cones, and, you know, thankfully nothing harmful happened, but just show another blunder just to show you. Jeez, I mean... How bad are things going to get? How many more blunders do we need before something no, really happens? It's, it's a combination of the two. It's a combination between blunders and evil. Yeah. You know, where yeah, you get this, yeah. where you get stupid government, and all the stupid people that work for government, and then you also get the evil minions that kind of uh, run government. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 bad. It's bad. Bad. It's not good. It's bad. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Marriages fall to a 110-year low as more couples shun wedlock. Ooh. <laughs> the institution of marriage took another knock yesterday when government st statisticians reported that the number of weddings in 2006 were the lowest in 110 years. Marriages made a significant comeback between 2002 and 2004, but fell by 9% in 2005 in England and Wales when the long-term trends... Turn club station out of the wedlock, presumed. Yeah, well, the you know, there's so much going on, and actually, there's a big story out of CNN recently. It was kind of a breaking story, I guess. You know, it takes one middle class family and shows how just because of all the food and the uh, everything's uh, increasing in price, uh -huh. this family just got completely broken up. I think the husband left the family, not good, and you know, so many more middle class families, specifically talking, are feeling this this burden of the economy. And uh, despite the Dow Jones, you know, a lot of people are feeling the the, the wrath. And you know, this family, for example, they're they're barely afford now barely affording just their interest only payments on their mortgage yeah and then you know again every time you look at a website that gives you news um you you find stuff like this food prices soaring worldwide thanks to freak weather global economy changes so there's you know so many things so many factors at play here uh if you're seeing grocery bill go up you're not alone so it's not just happening in the united states it's happening all over not just because of economy problems yeah because of freak weathers so you have now there's two forces now that are uh making it harder to feed your Yourself these days, um, from subsistence farmers eating rice in Ecuador to gourmet feasting in Escarot in France, consumers worldwide face rising food prices in what analysts call a perfect storm of conditions. So you know, the bubble is really breaking here for middle class people and just people generally uh, around the world. Mm -hmm. Everything costs more money, and a lot of it is because of the economy, and specifically talking because of oil. Yeah, how, how do you transport goods? Food on the yeah, it's, it's very tough to put the food on the family, George. And I think the reason is because, uh, at least in our country specifically, a lot of it is because of gas prices. Yeah. Everything is going up in price, especially at the supermarket. Well, this clip right here, $5.40 for a gallon of gas mm, in, uh, in certain parts of the country. In is this that in Atlanta? One specific spot. I think it's in California. Not sure. I know Atlanta's got uh, very high gas prices and has been for yeah. a while. Yeah, but I'll well, put this I'll put a, a little bit of this clip anyways. $5.40. Yeah, go ahead. About a half tank of gas south of San Francisco, first high above the Pacific along Highway 1, is the 17-person, one llama town of Gorda. Gorda means fat woman. Fat wallet would be more like it. You'll need one. A gallon of gas here is about as steep as the nearby cliffs. So take a guess. Four dollars? Five forty. Oh, no, we don't need any gas. Oh, my God. Oh, no way. There's no way I'd pay that much. Well, they all just tell me, like, burn in hell. James Wilman <laughs> runs the Amerigo gas station. Someone says, oh, you should be shot. He has a way of wiping the smiles off his customers' faces when he mentions the $5.40 price tag for a single gallon of full-serve premium. <laughs> Sorry. 
One reason they charge so much is because the town of Gorda gets all of its power from a generator, so the extra profits from these pumps help foot that bill. Another reason is because they can. They're the only game in town and the only town for miles. Ain't nothing anywhere. <laughs> and you're cool with that? No. You have no other choice. <laughs> Do you think that's fair? Um, no, I think I think. Bugs you? Oh yeah. It's like if you're out in the middle of the desert, and you want a jug of water, and I'll charge you thirty bucks for a jug of water. I wouldn't feel sorry for you. You know, like look before you leave, right? Many don't. So many that James has already run out of regular and mid-grade, thanks to tourists who don't plan ahead and end up stuck near E. What, what can you do? You know what I mean? The gas prices here are ridiculous. Oh, hopefully we'll get another sucker to come in here for you guys. Locals know better, hence the heavy use of the home-built weed whacker bike that purportedly gets more than 100 <laughs> miles per gallon. And, of course, the old Ankle Express. Do you drive? No. It costs too much. If James does drive anything, it would be an effort to rename his hometown of Gorda. A lot of customers go, we should name this, you should name this town Gouja. Along the central coast of California, Bob Riddell for NBC News. I want to get one of those weed whacker bikes, Ben. Yeah, me too. I'm going to look them up right now. Folks, when we get back, if you take Singular, if you have allergies, you might want to stay tuned. FDA is investigating a possible link between the drug and suicide. We'll be right back on the farm. <laughs> People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, in herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jogs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 928-8822. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Hi, neighbor. The world famine is in its third year. Our harvest is too small to get through the year. Genetically poisoned food, dangerous food imports, and constantly recalled disease-contaminated foods are mixed in with our safe food. Farm food production is turned into ethanol fuel. What should I do? 
How long can I afford food or till there's no food? How long before it's all poisoned? Will three years worth of food supply be enough? Or will it only postpone my trip to the population control breadline? Will it be okay to wait till after the holidays? I'll use what I didn't spend on Christmas for a something is better than nothing supply. I'll get the rest later. How long do I dare wait? I know I'll regret not starting sooner and not getting enough food. I have to decide while I still have a choice. Tell me what to do. Now take your own advice and call 800-409-5633 or on the web efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Lighting the fires of liberty with your host, Michael Badnarik, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, only on We the People Radio Network. keep the dismal news going for now but again folks we do have some good news we're going to just spread it out you know, spread out the whole show uh from what i understand yeah from what i understand uh, allergies are really bad in texas my friend carrie always tells me about them and of course you always hear alex jones all stuffed up so if you are taking singular i guess it's from merck merck produces it uh there was an interesting story and i wanted to talk about it fda is now investigating a possible link between the drug singular and suicide uh, the food and drug administration said thursday it will investigate a possible link between merck's best-selling singular and suicide fda said it is reviewing a hand Handful of reports involving mood changes, suicidal behavior, and suicide in patients who have taken the popular allergy and asthma drug. And before I go on, Ben, and I try to use like the warm milk to go to sleep instead of the melatonin argument here. Yeah. But you know, isn't saline solution a good way to clear up your allergies? And I, thankfully, and I, I'm very grateful. I don't really have allergies that bad. Once a year, maybe a little bit here and there, and I never take anything for it because it usually goes away within a day. Mm-hmm. But if you do have bad allergies, let me know where I'm wrong here. Why is it important to take a prescribed drug? from Merck of all friggin' you know uh, companies yeah as opposed to using natural remedies or at least saline in, in a lot of situations where saline's been used for how many years you know you snort it up there cleans it out whatever uh, Merck has updated the drugs labeling four times in the past uh, year one year Jeez. to include in the information on the range of reported side effects which uh, now on the label say tremors and anxiousness depression and now adding suicidal behavior unfriggin believable i mean it's not exactly like the urge to gamble or have sex that you get with the restless leg syndrome nonsense and mirapex or whatever unbelievable that drug to me is the most it's like so ridiculous. The restless leg it can't. It can't. Yes. Well, just the idea. Just the, the idea of restless leg syndrome. Is, restless leg syndrome is ridiculous. But the fact that you, you had there's a drug for it, and it, it's not just like dizziness, headache, death. It's like increased urge to gamble, increased sexual urge. Like, honey, where are you? Like, what could you possibly be thinking? Just tie your damn you legs may fall down. Sleep while driving. You may. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Stuff like that. Right. I'm like, what the hell? Why would I take something like that? I'd way rather have my leg move back and forth I mean, really fast than fall asleep while I'm driving. Yeah, it's it. like get a rope and tie your friggin' legs to the better. Just do something. You know, again, have a warm glass of milk, but I'm only, I'm, I'm wondering if like Donald Trump and all the big, you know, the Harris casinos, I'm wondering if they're looking into somehow to slip that little additive into some of their, their cocktails because if you can get someone to have an increased urge to gamble, yeah. there's money to be made there, but oh my word. Wow. Uh, the FDA said it asked the White House, a New Jersey-based company, to dig deeper into its data on Singular for evidence of possible links to suicide. The agency said it has not established casual relationship. 
And so they always use that language. They have not established a casual relationship between Mark Strug and suicidal behavior. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean people haven't killed themselves. They just haven't established a casual relationship yet. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. They just they treat us like cannon fodder. An agency spokeswoman said the review was prompted by three to four suicide reports it received since last October. And again, folks, I'm really going fast here, but just imagine, God forbid, if it was your family member who just wanted to get some allergy relief. Yeah. And I know it's bad in the South. I know it's terrible. Uh, much worse than I've ever experienced. But, you know, well, every instead they commit suicide. Unbelievable. Every single kid that shot up a school Bitch. is found with that... that psychotropic drug in their system, you know, some type of psychotropic drug in their system. Every single kid that shoots up a school, every single time uh, it's always a mother drowns a baby or something. Always like on that. something. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Ben. And and the other thing that really burns me is it this is not you know, a lot of people in the country and in the world have allergies. Yes, it's a common thing, but there are solutions that have been proven time and tested to be safe and to me that's really what so this is not just kind of a condition that needs remedy and the risk is worth the reward yeah. there's natural ways to, to get allergy relief drugs antihistamines and, and stuff <laughs> and then and then you, again you know every time i look at one health article two or three more pop up in the left hand corner of the web browser but now um patients uh, this patient turned harsh light on clinics reusing syringes we talked about three two weeks ago whatever about one uh, clinic that was reusing a syringe and there was yep. a, a uh -huh. problem with i think it was in Las Vegas, where there's now people have to get tested for several uh, HIV and other other diseases, uh -huh. but uh, this one came out of USA Today in 2002. Uh, Evelyn McKnight was diagnosed with breast cancer. She was, it was actually 2000. Uh, she knew she was facing the fight of her life. So again, this woman's got breast cancer now. So that's I can only imagine the burden. But what she couldn't know was that the people treating her her, can, her cancer in this clinic would cause another life-threatening illness. In 2002, McKnight, who's uh, 53 years old, an audiologist from Fremont, Nebraska, found out she had been infected with hepatitis C a year earlier at the clinic where she went to go get chemotherapy. It turned out the clinic was reusing syringes and spreading infections. So there's this case, Ben, and I don't even know if there's other, I'm, I'm trying to read on here, but I don't think this documented if other people may have been infected. Can you imagine? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just crazy. I just can't believe that a clinic, a real clinic, would ever reuse a syringe. Yeah, it, what, is, what, what is wrong with folks? You, you better start paying attention to what's going on in the doctor's offices because now, I mean, not, and, and this is going to cause more paranoia now, and then the problems are going to get worse, but I just can't believe that there's any clinic that would reuse a syringe from another person. I mean, at least soak it in alcohol or barbasol or something. Yeah, I absolutely. can't believe. So this poor woman now is this fighting... This is illegal, you yeah, know. Yeah, she's fighting breast cancer and... She's now infected with hepatitis C, which is not, you know, it's unlike the other versions. It's it's very, it's a really awful disease. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. So folks, you know, let us know uh, if this is if you hear anything like this. I mean, I haven't heard a lot of issues out of Texas or even New York about this. But the more you read these health studies, the more you find out these things. So we shall return you on the farm. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Folks, politicians are liars. We 
all know that politicians are liars. We shouldn't accept the fact that they're liars. Um, but we should, uh, well, we shouldn't uh, be okay with the fact that they're liars. We should accept the fact that they're liars, and then they should do something about it. But uh, these politicians, they get their little minions to go on air for them, and they get them to speak what they were trying to say. And this this person, Lindsey Graham, uh, John McCain got him to go on the air and got him to speak for McCain, saying he has never said that this war would be easy. <laughs> John McCain never said that. But he did. He never said this You're war would be easy. You're a liar. And this clip, and this uh, <laughs> this thing from Iraq, he he literally went on Fox News and he says he has never said that this war would be easy. He has been the guy saying for four years that we're getting it wrong and that we need more troops. BS. Yes, BS. Because, BS. because in 2002, oh, he says... John McCain says, because I know that as successful as I believe we will be, and I believe that the success will be fairly easy, we will still lose some young American men or women. And he says, uh, in 2003, January 22nd, 2003, he also says, but the point is that, one, we will win this conflict, we will win it easily. Yeah, John McCain says that's what he said. And also in 2002, September 29th, he says we're not going to get into house to house fighting in Baghdad. We may take our take out buildings, but we're not going to have bloodletting of trading American bodies for Iraq bodies. Oh, how wrong he was! In 2003, he says, in April 23rd, there's not a history of clashes that are violent between Sunnis and Shias, so I think they could probably get along. Yeah. Aye. Liar! Aye. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! <laughs> and then the whole notion that politicians aren't liars, we have Hillary Clinton out there now saying she <laughs> underwent some <laughs> sniper fire when going into Bosnia, landing her plane. Then we have the pilot that comes out and says, <laughs> well, you have, first you have Sinbad, the, com- the comedian that comes yeah. out and says, that bitch be crazy, yeah. she don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. But then <laughs> you have freaking the pilot that, dro- that literally flew her into Bosnia saying there wasn't even a bumblebee flying around, let alone a sniper laying out shots and she's ducking bullets, zigzagging with her head and sure enough, her head. sure enough, she came out and said, well, I misspoke. And we talked about that, man. I'm going to try that with she's my family. There. Yeah. I'm going to try that in the real world and see how fast I get my uh, face slapped. But uh, <laughs> I, I swear it. Yeah. The more, I, the more I look at this election, and, and in this, to me, this election is already a disaster. These people are scum. Every single one and, of these people. You know, and, and just take it for what you will. But, I mean, you, you try to listen to some of the conservative talk show hosts. I mean, and they, they can't stand McCain. I mean, you got Rush Limbaugh, you know, saying Operation Chaos, vote for Hillary. Yeah. Hannity's like, well, blah, blah, blah. He's kind of half and half. And then there's another guy on. He's uh, like, well, you know, McCain's real evil and I campaigned against him but since he's our nomination for the party I have to go ahead yeah, and yeah. endorse him I've always held him accountable and there's several other talk show hosts at least here in New York on 770 uh, WABC and they are just you know they're on their deathbed when it comes to the hope because it's yeah. like even if even if their candidate gets elected they hate this guy yeah. and they really don't feel that, that he stands up for in their mind what they feel conservative beliefs are um, so this election really folks I don't even know this election is already a disaster in my eyes yeah, and, and on top of it, you get all the the news and the press coverage of just the garbage, the the scandals, and he said he said she said it's just like high school, and it's just a joke, especially since the you know we're in the condition that we're in. But there is a little piece of good news here, but I wanted to read this. This is very important. Uh, the court a court rules 9/11 health risks can air thousands of 9/11 workers who blame their respiratory ailments on the city's negligence came a step closer yesterday to airing their claims before a federal jury. A Manhattan federal appeals court turned back attempts by the city and the Port Authority to claim immunity from suits uh, filed by nearly 10,000 workers. 
Okay, over three times the people that died. Uh, I'll read the rest of this when we get back, but at least there is some hope for these poor people who are suffering have already died. Yeah. And it's estimated that more people will die uh, from the ailments than people who died on the day. So, it, again, folks, the news is just awful. Stay tuned, folks. We do have some more good news, so there is something to look forward to. Stay tuned. Chicago just became the murder capital of America. I don't understand. It's been a felony to have a gun since 95. I thought that was supposed to prevent murders, not increase them. Criminals will always find a way to get guns, while the rest of us are just left defenseless. Chicago authorities have seized over 75,000 firearms since 1995. And now, Chicago's murder rate is twice as high as New York City. Tonight, while you're asleep, criminals will be at work. Not in Kennesaw, Georgia. In 1982, our city passed a law requiring every household to have a gun. It terrified the criminals, and our violent crime rate is now 75% below the national average. We sleep well here in Kennesaw. Americans who own guns prevent over a million violent crimes every year and save lives. Get the facts. Visit armedandsecure.org. That's armedandsecure.org. Some seemingly good news here. Continuing on this story where a court now has ruled that 9-11 health risks can air in front of a, uh, a bigger, at least a bigger audience, perhaps a judge here. Manhattan Federal Appeals Court turned back at the attempts by city and port authority to claim immunity from suits followed by nearly 10,000 workers. The city claims its contractors were acting in the nation's defense when they responded to the disaster. The court said it's too soon to tell if the defendants can claim immunity. Thank God. The workers accused the city of moving too swiftly to clean up the site, exposing them to toxic mix of chemicals that has left them with debilitating illnesses. A trial is still several years away, but lawyers for the workers hailed the decision as a key victory, and I would agree that it at least is yeah. a very good victory. Yeah. Uh, quote, this means that 10,000 people will get their day in court, uh, lawyer David Werby said. That's all I've ever asked. Um, that's at the New York Post, and there's plenty of, of uh, stories and, and a lot of coverage on this story, this particular story. And Ben, I mean, you know, the one thing that's unfortunate for these people is... This in and of itself, the 10,000 plus people that have not died, that are still ill and are becoming more and more ill, uh -huh. it gets so overshadowed by 9-11, by the day itself, because there's so many questions about the f official story, at least in the, the root level here, yeah. that these people, I, in a lot of ways, are not even getting the attention they deserve, because I mean, there's 10,000 plus people here yeah. who are not even getting the health um, benefits and, and the, you know, the aid that they need. Mm -hmm. 
It's just unbelievable. Again, this goes into the, the neocons on the radio again. Going in there and then talking about how the brave firefighters on 9-11 yeah. are so pissed at everybody for officially uh, questioning the official it's story. Ridiculous. And, you know, we're so evil for questioning this story. And the firefighters are so heroic and we're disrespecting them. But they're on the air doing this, and then they're not even supporting the fact that these people's lungs are completely shot, and they're coughing up blood and things of that nature. And many, many other things. And don't forget, too, how much asbestos alone was yeah. put into That alone, how yeah. much of that was put into Not to mention the shattered glass that turned into fine dust particles and all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was... Chemical, mm-hmm. and there was so many... Mercury, for example, was found in the air. You know, uh-huh. so many issues with the air in the quad, but just in and of itself. And they flat out lied and said that, oh, no, you don't even have to put on your mask. Go ahead, go down there, uh, yeah. you know, relax. You know, Meanwhile, Giuliani's running around with his mask on, and, you know, he's well, telling people yeah. to put on their mask, but uh, he's telling his advisors, you know, the EPA's out there telling the, the, the workers and the rescue workers that everything's okay. I mean, this is... There were, there were government officials that were wearing gas masks and really protective gear, and everybody else was wearing those little masks you buy at Home Depot, little white masks that, I guess, protect you from dust, you know, uh-huh. yeah. not from uh, from asbestos. And we all know that mesothelioma, that alone, I mean, I can only imagine the cases of mesothelioma that have already occurred and that are going to occur. I mean, just, just the inhumanity that is going on and these yeah. poor people who... who risk their lives and have to go through the horror of cleaning up that site uh-huh. and and now their lives are ending and well, they've already ended and they're not getting the help they need yeah. I mean this government is so effing corrupt and awful I know it's horrible and I, Tony when you use the word <laughs> you know when you use that word that the uh, completely immoral and the completely uh, evil people we have here this news story just breaking go ahead That's, yeah. uh, Larry Silverstein oh my goodness yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, brace yourselves. Brace, brace yourselves for this one. Get folks. ready for this, folks. Developer sues to win 12.3 billion in 9/11 attacks. Larry Silverstein, who has won nearly 4.6 billion dollars in insurance payments to cover his losses and help him rebuild the World Trade Center, is seeking 12.3 billion in damages from airlines and airport security companies for the 9/11 attacks. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant twerp! It's, uh, I, I mean, I'm speechless, Ben. I, I, I want to curse. I'm the, I mean, I just, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. Yeah, I mean, this rat bastard. I, the, the nerve, the, for lack of a word that I want to use, the nerve on this man after all of the scrutiny, after all the things that he is at the cornerstone of the questions that are being that are being asked and folks you know the reasons and if you don't want to hear it if you're one of those wow let's not talk about it you know what too bad then turn your damn radio off or turn off your computer because these are extremely important questions that need to be answered now yesterday years ago they need to be answered and they come and it really does come down to this we we have questions we're damaged by that day psychologically whatever you want to say we want answers to these questions okay we are changed it goes and talks to larry silverstein and says hey did you really talk to the fire chief chief about um, agreeing to pull the fireman out of the building? Because he never said he had that conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And Larry Silverstein just looks around and says, next question. Yeah, I don't want to answer I don't want to answer that question. And everybody starts flipping out. Answer the question. We have a question for you. And he doesn't, he doesn't answer the question. He says, move along. Just move along. Screw you, uh, little minions. Yeah. Uh, screw you, little, uh, uh, you know, yeah. peons of that. Exactly. Just <laughs> well, you're, of course, you're talking about there was a recent, a recent meeting, a gathering, a press conference where Silverstein appeared, and they were talking about the future of Manhattan, how it's being rebuilt, what's going to happen, what's going into it. Yep. All the investors were there. And, of course, you know, gladly and, and in a nice manner, 
the We Are Changed folks appeared. Uh, many of them, many of them were there in this press conference, and they, you know, grilled Silverstein. And it got to a real point where so many people were asking questions one after another after another. Uh, it seemed as though some people who weren't even part of the We Are Changed crowd were even asking questions too. So because it was so yeah. shady, because they're like. Yeah, they just asked a question, and then yeah. like, you completely went out of your way not to answer it. Like, what, what is, what's wrong with you? What are yeah. you afraid of? You know what I mean? Like, they kind of just saw it. <laughs> An innocent man has nothing to hide, and it's obvious this man has something to hide. And he even, he even has the gall to say that the commission report is written, and it's, you know, completely thorough. The commission report completely leaves out Building 7, which was the forefront of the question. But Ben, what really almost gave me a heart attack when I was listening to this interview was that, you know, seven or eight people asked these questions, and all of a sudden, the crowd's getting all upset. Come on, enough is enough, you know. Respect this man. And yet there's a woman who stands up, Ben, and she has the nerve to ask about the shopping, the woman's future of shopping in the new Manhattan. She's yeah. something along the lines of, oh, what kind of new you know, women's fashion stores are going to be about? <laughs> and everybody in the, in the place laughs, not you know, against her, but with her. And yeah. The fall of civilization. It was the only thought that can't come in, you know, it's came into my mind. That's it's the most painful about it. The fall of civilization always happens with a, about shopping. a roar or a laugh or a, or a loud applause, and it's just the most depressing thing in the world, man. Yeah. I, maybe we'll shoot like, that clip up. I have that clip in, but I'm sitting there, and you know, even if she had the question premeditated, but. After, you know, people are now, granted, the, the, the conference wasn't about the fall of Building 7 or the attacks of 9-11, but, you know, hey, you know what? You want to appear in public? People are PO'd. And so the questions came out, and this woman has the nerve to ask about the future of female shopping centers. Yeah. And well, Silverstein has the nerve to answer it, and, and he's it comes, laughing. And it comes to the point where it's like you can't even, you can't write a letter to the guy to get an answer to your questions. You can't um, go knock on his building and schedule an appointment with him to no. get the answers to your no. questions. So you have to go up and stand out in front of his building like we are changes to try to get answers to some of the questions, maybe hoping that he'll come out. Or you have to meet him at, at these conferences that yeah. he's scheduled in to, to get these answers to these questions. He's not willing to answer these questions. No, I mean, yeah. it, all we're trying to do is hold people accountable. Um, if somebody committed a crime against you, your family, your friends, your your business, you know, you'd want to find out who was accountable, uh, responsible, and hold them accountable. And find out what natural. happened. Exactly. Find out what happened. This is perhaps the biggest, if not the biggest, crime uh, on American soil. And there's so much outrage about the day itself that um, you know people are acting. People will find these damn politicians where they go, where they breed. In this case, it's Silverstein. He's just a business owner. The yeah. guy who made billions upon billions of dollars in insurance money. 4.6. 4.6 billion in insurance money because of the building's collapse that conveniently he filed for, what, like a year before, a couple months before? No, like weeks before. Weeks before, you know? It's like, oh, that's just co another coincidence yeah. in the chain. Fine, fine. Never mind that. Don't listen Never to mind, that. right. But now he's got the audacity, the... The, the nerve, I won't use the B word, he's got the nerve to now do what he's gall. doing, the gall, yeah. to now, I guess, ask for more money because of, so the, from the airlines in this case, Ben, right? Yes. That's what he is? $12.3 billion. Dollars. It is, yeah. it is just this sickness, it, it's just, it's, you know, engulfing, it's killing me. Uh, and like we always say too, Ben, and I, I wanted to talk about the UK stuff, and I'll maybe touch upon it now, uh, as bad as things are here as far as government, and a lot of times regarding police state, um, you know, surveillance, yeah. it's just, it, it seems to be so much worse in the UK, and the Daily Mail, I mean, maybe they're just a really syndicated broadcaster, and you know, maybe they really get out a lot, but they always seem to have these types of articles that I, I really, not enjoy, but I think they're interesting to read and to share with you. 
you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is it's made Mark Rash. Lose weight or we'll take all six of your children away. Nice. Outrage over social workers. Uh, draconian ultimatum to parents. Again, Daily Mail here. This was last, uh, this was last week, I think. Wow. Six young brothers and sisters face being taken from their parents and put into care because they are overweight. Social workers have warned they will intervene if three of the youngsters, including a 12-year-old boy who weighs six, or, uh, who weighs 16 stone, I'm not really sure what that translates to, uh, do not shed several pounds in three months. The parents have been told they risk losing all their children if there's no improvement in a 12-year-old or two of his sisters, uh, age 11 and three, who weigh 12 stone and four stone by June. So well, I don't know. That must be a UK thing. I apologize for not researching. Stone. 12 stone. Okay. Weird, okay. The family uh, have also been ordered to send their children to dance and football lessons to help them lose weight. This is, this is sick. This shocking development highlights Britain's childhood obesity crisis, which has already forced those as young as 13 to seek NHS weight loss surgery bank. Hey, whoa! And, um, so you have the, you know, the CPS of the UK doing way more than they're doing in this country, at least openly in, in this case. And then you have more of the Big Brother Society thing, which just gets more bizarre, where drivers are now to get parking tickets in the, uh, in the post from Big Brother CCTV cameras. So again, taking the policemen out of their duty and just criminalizing people for stuff that's caught on tape. Millions of motorists will receive parking tickets by post after being caught on CCTV camera under rules that have been called Orwellian. Yeah. Drivers spotted by the Big Brother cameras also face fines up to 120 uh, Great British Crowns in this case as part of a government shakeup of parking regulations, which comes into effect from uh, Monday, March 31st. So that's 120 GBP. That's about $170, I think, in our money, or 180, um, if not more. Until now, wardens have uh, had a, to hand a ticket to a driver or leave it to the you know the windscreen. Um, but now they will also be able to issue the tickets remotely without the driver knowing about it until they receive the penalty charge notice through their letterbox. So now it's just basically you get something in the mail, it's a ticket because of what something, something happened on the camera. Uh-huh. Policemen now are being taken out of their roles, and it's, it's about these dudes who are watching all these you know, surveillance tapes uh-huh. all the time, and they can criminalize you for doing whatever. I guess. And then the guys that are watching the surveillance tape... Uh, they eventually won't be watching some failed tapes. The software will do it for them, and we'll be able to recognize of course, stuff. Recognition and, software. Yeah, put yeah. it into that database, put it into those those keywords, things things of that nature. And uh, everybody, it'll just be a bunch of computers watching society. Yeah, and similarly, we talked about the uh, story in, I think, Texas and other states in the country where the red light cameras, you know, and the, the stoplights, where the red lights are shooting the, the cameras off. If you do run a red light, you get on film, whatever. Yep. Similarly, in this case, there are fears. You know, that, that was they're, they're thinking of taking away the cameras because they're not getting enough money from the revenue from the tickets that would normally they would get for people running lights. Uh-huh. Now, in this case, the rules also give councils power to set a, uh, a sliding scale. So th- there are fears in the council uh, that the regulations is, 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 is a good way to raise money. Um, remote CCTV teams will be able to monitor streets to spot drivers who park on a yellow line or overstay at a meter. The rules also give councils the power to set sliding scale of fines up to 120, again, GBP, for different types of parking offenses. So I'm sure they're going to rake in the cash with this bank. Because now, again, Police officers don't have to, I guess, fill this quota or they don't have to worry about it so much because uh-huh. it's all being automated now. Yeah. And before you know, and the reason why we talk about all this stuff going on in the UK is because, again, it's going to come here. All this technology is all being shared by governments anyway, and you see a lot of it coming to this country. Yeah. So and not only that, but you have our leaders out there taunting how Britain uh, is, is a, you know, victorious in their, in their police state and how we should start following.
following Britain, and why are we of so course, yeah. hell-bent on being free? You know, why can't we be more like the Britons that, right, you know, yes, are, are so willing to give up their lives? Yeah, and, and it's not freedom. Yeah, uh, that was out of Britain, and again, more and more now. So now you have this other story. EC plans biometric border checks. Visitors to Europe will face biometric screening and automated security checks under proposals for a shakeup of EU border controls. Yes, news.com. Under plans to strengthen checks at European borders laid out by the European Commission, international travelers would also have their stay logged and monitored by an electronic system, which could become operational by 2015, Ben. Go figure. Nice. When I be here by then, the system would alert authorities <laughs> to persons overstaying the length of their visa. Biometric data would be submitted by travelers from outside the EU when applying for a visa, while those not needing a permit would be checked on arrival. So much of this. I found so many of these. Another news.com. FBI takes biometrics database to, uh, proposal to UK. So, again, this is proof that this is coming more into our country and they're uh -huh. working together. Yeah. Police in the UK are in talks with the FBI about establishing an international biometric database for tracking down the world's most wanted criminals and terrorists. Their so-called server-in-the-sky database would share criminals' biometric data, such as fingerprints and iris scans internationally. The Washington Post, well, Washington Post excuse me, reported last month that the FBI is spending $1 billion to develop the world's largest centralized biometrics database, a system that the agency calls Next Generation Identification. Folks, if you don't think there's a new world order or a world government being in place here, you are dead wrong. It's what right in front of your faces. That is, that is just the worst thing. Unbelievable. That's the worst thing of all right time. here. I it's mean, right at a news.com. And then not only will you have that database, but you'll have, uh, you know, literally <laughs> you'll literally have flying drones out there keeping track of people as they're going flagging people that are in that database for any type of inconsistencies that the state may deem yeah um this this article right here miami cops test eye in the sky snoop device this is out of writers miami police could soon be the first in the united states to use cutting edge spy in the sky technology to beep up their fight against crime everything's about crime everything about yeah terror. everything's in the name of crime everything's in the name of safety and they and they make absolutely all these laws where no matter what you do, you're doing something illegal. So they get to pick and choose who the criminals are here in the United States. One out of every 100 citizens, I'll remind you, are in jail right now in the United States. The highest prison population in the entire world. Don't freaking tell me that we're a free country. We're not. I mean, I'll, I'm going to read this article just to give people a little uh, um, stuff, a little more info when we get back from the break. But you know, it's it's making us sick here, folks. We're sick. we're, we're just unbelievable. We want to die. I'm just going to go drink heavily right now. Go ahead, Ben. Um, but <laughs> when I get back, hopefully I won't be slurring too much. It's Ben Miller, Tony Pax, and Pia on the Animal Farm. Stay tuned. Now take me to jail. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. 
Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this infobomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Great host. Great topics. Free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Oh, boy. So this story, Miami cops test eye in the sky, Snoop device. Miami police could soon be the first in the United States to use cutting-edge spy-in-the-sky technology to beef up their fight against crime. A small pilotless drone manufactured by Honeywell International capable of hovering and starting using electro-optic or infrared sensors is expected to make its debut soon in the skies over the Florida Everglades. So, is that the the um like the ray looking thing like the bat the there's like a bat device that recently came out. It looks just like a bat. It's like an electronic like a, bat. It almost looks like a miniature drone that we use in Iraq. No, see there's something else that just came out about a it's I guess it's called like the drone bat. It looks just like a it flies like a bat. I'm not even kidding. Just check it out. That's scary. I gotta, I gotta dig it up. See, people have become completely nuts. Uh, what about what about the other one that uh that they're using in Iraq and the, and the one that they were talking 
talking about using here, a UFO-looking one that floats around and zaps people with tasers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I, well, at least at least recently, you know, there is a recent story that Miami now is going to be awarded, uh, I guess, a grant or the ability to now use drones. I mean, the more you look now, all these cities and these major cities in America are being awarded these drones for spying. God knows what else they're going to do. And even if it's 90% for real crime fighting, it's, you have to think about who's got the, you know, the means to do it. I mean, a gun in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's not a harmful thing. It's just a gun. Who's pulling the trigger on these things? And that's the question you have to ask. Who's in control? If you trust your government, well, chances are you're not listening to the show right now, but if you trust your government, then no. you don't care. Then it's not a big deal. You say, yes, we need more surveillance. You know, yeah. I, I have nothing to hide. I am not a criminal. Fine. Um, we think if at the very least that, well, yes, you are. You are a criminal until so you're proven innocent. At least that's what uh, is going on these days. But, uh, folks, not too much from you tonight. 888-202-1984. I know it's been a tough show, and, and we're all feeling it right now. We're all really PO'd. And, and just to go back to the Jack Black show again today, he also was making some interesting comments, Ben, about, you know... Did you just call him Jack Black? Oh, Jack, Jack Blood, <laughs> yes. Okay, my brain, yeah, my head's up my ass tonight. Jack <laughs> Blood, not Jack Black, excuse me. Jack Blood, uh, he, was, he was commenting, and I, I can't quote him, but I heard just the tail end of it, and he was, he was talking to one of his guests, and it, it, I guess alluring to the idea that, like, the revolution is really coming. Like, it's time to go yeah. to Project Mayhem, if you will, off of Fight Club. He was quoting out of yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, my head's not not here today, folks. But uh, just no, but I, know, I know what you're talking about, man. And, and you know, it, when is it? Yeah, it's kind of a sober thing, especially when you're when you're doing a radio show here and you need to know your stuff and you do a massive amount of research right. before the show, uh, before every show, and you just get sick of it, man. It is. Yeah. You know, you just get sick of looking at this crap every single day, and you you know you have to play a, an inspirational story like we did in the beginning just to keep you going. I mean, I'm just I, uh, for me personally, man, I mean, just the, the stack of news stories that I have in front of me, I've, I've been looking at them, and I have just like an elk face, you know, and I'm looking at Pius, and Pius has got an elk face over there, too. Yeah. Like he's just, he's bitter tonight, too. You're bitter. I mean, we're all we're all just bitter. We're um, yeah, I, I can't think. I'm calling Jack Black, Jack Blood, Jack Black. I mean, I, my, my head is not, it's just not here tonight, folks, and I, and I apologize. And I, I think this is just the way it goes. I apologize, too. Um, you know, we, we're just trying to do what we can, and maybe it's not enough. Maybe we have to just, you know, stop being babies and just keep on moving. But, folks, I mean, this is, we, we all love our country. And even if we don't agree on who's supposed to run it and why and where and how, uh, our country is going into a, an area of which, you know, it's, it's not going to benefit it. We're not, we're losing what our country was founded on and, and what it's been most, fought for. And one of the most depressing uh, things about that is, like, you get these, you get these ignorant people out there that you yeah. see every single day, and they just love it. They want to go towards this. They want to... <laughs> They want to enter into the ninth gate of hell. Or they don't. I mean, they just don't understand or respect or at least admit or understand that the threat is where it is. A lot of people generally, even if it's part of the belief system blockage, they just won't believe or admit or acknowledge the problem. How bad the problem is, how many problems there are. Um, and then just, just like so many times throughout history, government, little by little, little by little, Little by little, they get things that they want, and they put things in measures. And so, you know, I, I, I'll play this clip, and this is another, you know, again, Lou Dobbs. Every night, Lou Dobbs seems like he's going to get a shotgun and start, you know, going in the streets, but he's getting more upset and said This is about D.C. and how just like in Boston, Ben, they're going around, and they're asking people to willfully let police officers into their house. No! Not just for guns this time, but for drugs as well. Mm -hmm. Washington, D.C. has the toughest uh, handgun uh, ban in the country. And constitutional rights of all kinds are under attack in that city. D.C. police now are launching an aggressive and some say purely illegal plan to search homes 
for illegal handguns. Bill Tucker has our report. Police in Washington, D.C. are getting ready to go door-to-door in high-crime neighborhoods asking to search for illegal guns and drugs. The response from community activists and the ACLU is simple and blunt. Do not let the police inside your house. Critics don't want constitutional rights sacrificed for some quick fix, as they call the police plan. If the founding fathers were not concerned with the British troops coming into their homes, we wouldn't have a Fourth Amendment. That's why we have it. And they conditioned passage of the Constitution on passage of the Bill of Rights. This is not something to be taken very lightly. The Fourth Amendment guards against unreasonable searches, directs that search warrants only be granted for probable cause, with a description of what is being sought. Those rights can be waived, but only if consent is informed and not coerced. This is a program that people have been asking us to implement. We're doing it. It's entirely voluntary. No constitutional rights are going to be violated. Some in the community do support the program. The good people make up the majority, and the good people are tired of living where we feel like we are subject to those that are committing crimes in our community. But many are wary. They note that while people consenting to searches are granted amnesty, that amnesty is void if a gun discovered in a search is found to have been used to commit a crime. And there, there is a point I wanted to make, too, that, that uh, the person, the American who's speaking about, you know, I know, I understand, listen, if you live in this place, I understand how you'd be sick about the crime. Who wouldn't be sick if you're a law-abiding citizen? Uh, yeah, you don't want to see murders happening in your backyard. Nobody really does. Mm-hmm. Who cares about their country? But the government... I feel is preying on these types of people and using them as the billboards yeah. where all oh, the people want it. And even I think Lou and, and Bill get into it later on. The, the Bill says, Bill Tucker says how the you know the government will say that the people want it, and people say that the government wants this plan. So it's complete uh, idiocy. Mm-hmm. But again, the government uses these people and they say, oh, you know, they want to be safe. Yes. They don't mind that they, you know no one cares to come into their problem house. reaction solution. Let's make so, them let's make them scared to hell. And then when they're scared to hell, let's give them the solution that we want to give them in order to in order to get our agenda across. And this, uh, make no mistake about it, folks, this is an agenda. It is. Um, get them knocking on your door saying, can I see guns and, and trying to coerce you to come drugs. into your house? I mean, that is so criminal. Oh that is God. so far away from what this country was founded on. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. It is ridiculous. And both parties are for this crap. This isn't the Republicans. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. It's, 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 it's not Republicans and Democrats. It's our government. It's our criminal yeah. government doing this type of crap and enforcing this type of policy. Yeah. Conservatives are supposed to be for, you know, gun rights, and then liberals are supposed to be for anti-guns, and it just mixed and matched into this meatloaf of crap. Yes. We shouldn't be letting the police in. I served there for a quarter century. I wouldn't let the police in my house. Police say the Safe Homes Initiative won't begin until the officers it selects are well-trained and how to carry out the program. Guns surrender programs call for people to voluntarily turn in illegal guns in return for amnesty or cash, sometimes both. There is very little precedent for programs like the one in D.C. Boston has been trying to implement a similar program since late last year, but haven't been able to because of community resistance. St. Louis did implement one in the mid-90s, Lou, but it abandoned the plan. So there's the good news. And, and Bill and Lou go on to this conversation. You guys can check it out yourself, cnn.com slash video. It's a Lou Dobbs clip. Uh, but the good news is that, again, like you said, Boston's been trying to implement this same thing. Uh-huh. But, and i I got to give credit where it's due to the people of Boston. Um, yeah, they gave heavy resistance. They are just resisting this like it's the plague. And... It, 
to me, that's one of the things that keeps me uh, feeling good about things. At least you can see that population is, hey, they're getting something done. They're resisting uh-huh. something, and they're succeeding. Yeah. So next time someone says, oh, you can't do anything about the problems, BS. People are doing something about the problems, and they're winning for three years now. Yeah. Uh, it's been tried, and it's not working. So we are sending a message to local governments, to you know, to state governments, and to the, to the nation's government that we will not stand for this crap. Um, when we get back, a little bit more of a piece of good news. We finally we were talking about how we never get taught much in school that we can use. Well, check this out. In Massachusetts, we're talking about uh, fifth graders being taught to balance their budgets at a very young age. Good stuff. Stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Show. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Ron Paul is an honest, humble, genuine man. Ron Paul is the most important candidate I've ever had a chance to vote for in my life. I've been a registered Democrat since I was 18 years old. People from every segment of society want to be free. It is a message of freedom that has drawn us to Ron Paul. Our founding fathers established that we would be able to worship and raise our children, educate our children as we wish. Dr. Ron Paul is an OBGYN physician who has delivered over 4,000 babies, but not once did he perform an abortion. In 1983, Ron Paul predicted the 1987 recession, four years before it happened. In South Carolina, at the debate, he announced that we're going into a recession. It's interesting that Dr. Ron Paul has received more financial contributions from military personnel, active and retired, than any other presidential candidate from either party. This is Dr. Catherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. 
Jack Blunt. Catch Deadline Live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central. Monday through Friday. Right here on We the People Radio Network. WTPR. Graders at Stony Hill Elementary School in Wilbraham are being taught how to budget their money using real-life scenarios. Each student chooses a profession, dresses the part, and learns how to allocate a $40,000 a year salary, paying for everything from a mortgage to a car payment to groceries. 11-year-old Elizabeth Judicki chose to be a fashion designer and can't believe how much everyday necessities cost. Health. I always thought that your insurance would pay for it, but sometimes you have to pay for it. The goal of the pilot program taught by Country Bank is to encourage kids to think about their future. Hopefully they're not going to be having bad credit reports. They're learning, you know, the consequences now. The program not only teaches students how to budget, but it also teaches them how to write out a check and how to open a real-life savings account. Some of the students say it's taught them what it's like for their parents. They must have to pay a lot of bills. If you have a lot of money, you can't spend it all in one place. You have to still pay all of your money, all of your bills first. Teacher Michelle Mostalski says she can tell the program is working just by looking at the shock on her students' faces when they see how much things cost. She believes it is a crucial life lesson that should be taught in every classroom. It's everyday math. This is not anything that's going to go away from their lives. It's something that they're going to have to do for the rest of their lives. The program is so successful that modified versions of the financial lesson will soon be taught to students in every grade at Stony Hill. Well, there you go. I mean, Ben, I think I, think I tell you, man, our you, prayers have been answered at least in that realm, Ben. But I, but that, this might be a bad thing too because if they see if they see what it's like to be an adult, they might want to throw themselves <laughs> off a cliff. Or you just see kids not wanting to grow up anymore. Yeah. Like, no, I'm 36 years old. No, I mean, it, you know, we've, it, it, if you didn't catch the show, I guess it was a week ago or three shows ago, whatever the hell it was, uh, we were talking about, you know, how so much of finance and stuff that we do with banks and credit card and debt and all of these things that are so crucial and so many people are in debt. So many people have uh -huh. uh, extreme debt that they're probably never going to see the day of, you know, the light of day. Mm -hmm. um, so much of this is not taught in school. Things that are, you know, never mind the revolutionary war, you know, the first revolution, all these things about history, fine, important. Yeah, and the rights and stuff like no, 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 that. I know. Caught, so no, I mean, and, you know. but, but honestly, Ben, when you're in school, okay, and you're six or seven years old, do you give a damn about the Civil War? Okay, are you are you not, you know, more concerned with, like, how your body is producing and what's going on around you? What is life about? Sports you know, and math. And uh, yeah, I, got, I never cared about history when I was in school. I care about it now. Not that I can appreciate it. And my argument, and our argument, at least that on that show, was, you know, why are kids not being taught, even if it's not in middle school, maybe it's in high school or in college, about 1040s and W-2s and the stock market and how you know how economics work all these uh -huh. things that are you know yeah. crucial for living things that you need to know well, one of the things that I, I one of the things that was great for me um, in, in high school is I actually had a career teacher a teacher in a class that I took that taught you how to take a career how to build a resume yeah. how to go out and interview for a job um, you know all the little tricks of the trades and stuff and how to communicate with people and I thought that that was a really really great Great thing. So um, we're going to get to that and more, folks, when we come right back here on the farm. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. 
tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Folks, I want to take this time to tell you about Tasty Golf Tees, as mm, many of you yeah. know. Golf season is here, at least for us in the Northeast. We're getting ready for the warm weather, and it's no better time now to get your own bag of Tasty Golf Tees. Uh, TastyGolfTees.com, the world's only flavored golf tee, and the world's first flavored golf tee, for that matter. Uh, once again, TastyGolfTees.com, uh, four flavors, cherry, grape, strawberry, and cinnamon. Uh, you could buy them in individual bags of 20, 50, or you could buy them in bulk, man, and uh, that's basically what they are. They're the same exact golf tee you'd use to, to tee off, like, you know, regular in golf. Same size and everything, only their flavor. So that, you know, when you're nibbling on them or chewing on them, whatever you want to do, uh, you can get a little flavor with your game. Add some flavor to your game. Uh, they are FDA approved, and they're a must-have for any golfer. Uh, and they make a great gift. So once again, TastyGolfTees.com, folks. Check them out. And uh, I'm not really much of a golfer, Ben, but I do love the taste of these golf tees. They're do, phenomenal. And interestingly, interestingly enough, these tasty golf tees are what FEMA agents are actually putting in their mouths while they're kicking down doors <laughs> in this urban nation. In this urban nation. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I've never no, heard that just, before. No, I, I, I'm joking. <laughs> it's only, no, it's only not good stuff, and we need more of that tonight. I tell you that. But, but they, FEMA has occupied an entire entire town here in the United States. <laughs> Another simulation, huh, Ben? Not yes. really. <laughs> not this time. Town. An entire town here in New Mexico, and I have the, I have the clip here, but it's it's uh, they say the Federal Emergency Manage, Management Agency is spending twenty two million dollars per year on a terror training program within a real town in New Mexico, where mm-hmm. helicopters buzz overhead in the middle of the night, mock nuclear explosions are drilled, and suicide bombers are taken down by SWAT oh teams who pull citizens out of their home, That's as if great. this would ever happen. Here's the clip, folks. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh. What if there were a city with more bombings than Jerusalem? What if there were a city with more terrorist attacks than Baghdad? And what if that city were in a remote part of the United States? The SWAT team moves quickly into position. The mission is critical. There's a bomb on this bus. Here, terrorists have a hostage inside. Within seconds, the front doors are blown off, and the situation ends with no loss of life to the officers. Just about anything you want to do destructively to an urban environment will allow people to do, and we just come back in and build it back up. Welcome to Playas, New Mexico. Just a few years ago, it was a ghost town abandoned after a large mining company pulled out. Today, it's a training ground for the unthinkable. Nuclear attacks, invasions, and suicide bombings in the United States. The way this is packed right now, yeah, this would do significant damage in an urban environment. So even though we've got the seat of the blast with some bomb parts in it. During week-long courses paid for by FEMA, thousands of police, fire, and rescue personnel are trained on reacting to and even preventing disasters. But while many programs are heavy on the books, here in New Mexico, the students witness and participate in numerous attack scenarios. 
They see the devastation caused by a relatively small amount of ammonium nitrate. They learn about the different ways a bomb explodes and what they can do to lessen the effects if they have time to order the suspect to the ground. There are even classes on small letter bombs and package bombs like this one. The reality sinks in. I think everybody has a misconception of Hollywood, you know, and actually this, to realize how far away you actually have to be, otherwise you. you, you All right, I'm, I'm, I'm just. I, I can't stop this because we're reporting, we're reporting on this like it's like it's freaking nothing. I know, like it's like it's like it's just another news story. Or right. Something. They take over an entire freaking town, and we're sitting here just reporting on like it's nothing. Yeah, no big deal. Pissed. Oh, I'm so pissed off right now. All of the you know all of the stuff that we've seen in movies over oh, the last ten years. Yeah. And yet it's happening, and then, you know... They take over an entire town, they stage all these instruments. I mean, they're literally uh, brainwashing the people that are looking at this type of stuff. Oh, they're, yeah. They're making this normal for them, uh, setting off a nuclear explosion in a town, and then training them to deal with this type of stuff. Hey, this crap isn't real. Yeah. This crap doesn't happen. And at the very least, you know, our terrorists we... don't go around in towns in the United States, pull citizens out of their home, and, <laughs> and start putting knives up to their nets so snipers can freaking take them out. This doesn't no. happen. No, and, and you and you and I both know that this is all because it's a, it's a training drill, and it's all because um, of the coming martial law, if we are to experience that. It is. It, and this is freaking huge. They took an entire town, an entire city, and made a playground of tyranny out of it. I'd love to do this, Ben. I'd love to challenge our listeners, and I'll try to do the same. Uh, try to pick, you know, some person that you've been talking to over the last couple of years who still, I guess, hasn't woken up, if you will. You know, tell them about this story, and I'd like to hear some responses because, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I'm just curious, and I know what we're going to get. We're going to get all that, like, who cares? You know, screw Mexico. Let's bomb Mexico. You know, let's just... Where are they supposed to train? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're anti-American. You don't support our military. It's 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 sick. It's almost like I it's I, it's almost like I give up. It's almost like we we deserve this crap. We're just gonna get oh, yeah. we're gonna get a hell, and we freaking deserve. Well, ultimately, it. Ben, at the very simplistic level, if you let someone come in and rob you, you know, in your house, and you you know, unfortunately, you deserve it. I mean, what else are you supposed to do with this? You know, we know what's going on. Our listeners know, know what's going on. No, but what are we supposed to do? I mean, you're trying you try to tell someone uh, on the street that listen, you know, they're they're gearing up for what's called martial law. You explain it to them. Uh, most people don't even know what it is. What's and, martial law? Yeah. Exactly, and it's it's like you know all of a sudden you're just labeled anti-American because you dissent within your government, and uh, yeah, I mean to me it just screams that they're they're ga they're gathering and they're really getting ready for uh, a real martial law situation because they know that people like us are not going to take this crap. Lord We're not going to take this. We will die for this. Yeah, we believe in our country, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, some more aspartame news when we get back. A possible new substance that might be completely safe. Stay tuned. Animal Farm Show. Dr. Catherine Albright, I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. 
The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. With all the asinine boobatry going on in this country, with all the depressing news happening, comes a bright light at the end of the tunnel, a ray of sunshine. Our boy, Jeffrey from Kentucky, you're on the air. Jeffrey, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing? All right, go ahead. You have the floor. Hey, uh, there's this thing that's uh, been uh, in it about or rumored about called trauma-based mind control. And it works two ways. It works on the person receiving the trauma-based mind control, and it works the other way on the person giving the trauma-based mind control. And a low-level version of that happens when you go to basic training. They beat you down. They, they, they strip you of all your humanity until you get down to your basic tribal instincts of fighting amongst each other. And when the drill sergeants see that, that's when they know they've got you to where they want you, and they can start rebuilding you the way they want you. Well, this little town FEMA took over, and the military does it every once in a while, too. They go out in random towns in the United States, take it over for a weekend, and play war games. That is psychological training. Not only is it psychological training for the people in the town to be afraid of your 
military presence because that's the only power your government has over you is the threat of force. The people, or the, should I say the soldiers, conducting the operation receive desensitization to uh, those acts. So it works both ways. Right, Jeffrey. It's about it's more than just training the people to accept it. Obviously, they have to get the soldiers ready. I mean, you know, and Jeff. I mean, listen, you've served. You know a lot more about this than we will ever know. But you know, are we wrong to think that this one example, which is you know, that's just one of maybe hundreds that go on, maybe thousands um, within our country, maybe even, uh, is this you know, should we at least look at this and say, yeah, maybe they're getting ready for. You know, a real operation that's going to be coming in the future, even if it's not government-made, this seems like they're training for real martial law in our cities. Well, I mean, look at it this way. You look at um, Hitler. And if you go back in history and look who put Hitler in, you can usually trace the lines back to a couple of them big bankers. But if you look at Hitler in a way he started cracking down on his country, you just got to remember that Hitler was elected by popular vote. And then some kind of mysterious accident happened with the Reichstag, and he enabled the enabling act. But when you look at what the average person on the street was doing at that time, you had the Hitler Youth, which was an indoctrination program. You have the Brown Shirts, which you can turn around and look right back and see, hey, that's Blackwater sitting right there. So, yes, mm -hmm. you got every right in the world to be a little bit worried about what your government's pumping money into training your supposedly peacekeepers, which is, peacemakers or what you want to call them, your police officers, what they're training them to do in the coming near future. And, uh, and that, you make a good point there, you know, but this is what I'm really scared about, uh, Jeffrey, because we, you know, in this clip that I haven't even played, play, fully played here because I flipped out halfway in between it, but, you did flip out. And, but the, these people are literally saying that they hear gunshots all the time, they hear helicopters flying by all the time, they're getting so used to it that now it's becoming a part of their home. Now, now they know that they're home when they hear that type of crap happening. I mean, that and, is what scares me. And the, the tragedy, or not the tragedy, but the sad fact of that is that's your first um, sign of post-traumatic stress disorder. Is when you become so used to it that it just becomes second nature and you react to it. Like, oh, huh, oh, that's the military. That ain't no problem. Oh, it's their training. And then when you go out in another city where that doesn't happen all the time, you start getting to the point where you're unable to reintegrate into society and that's when you, people start thinking you're strange it's not post-traumatic stress disorder is not something like um you know where you've been traumatized to the point where you can't interact anymore it's you become used to interacting to an extreme situation too many times and when you're put back into a, a so-called sane situation you're literally seen as insane and that's what they're trying to do that's what this whole aspect of uh, glorification of war and this whole glorification of the soldiers. Now, I'm not saying you ain't supposed to go out there and badmouth the soldiers, but Einstein specifically stated that the people who perpetrate a warless future are the youth that refuse military service, and that's something to think about. Yeah, for those of you just joining us, we're speaking with uh, Sergeant Jeffrey Humphrey, our, uh, our good friend. We've actually had him on the show uh, as an interviewee. Uh, Jeff, and I'm glad you called about this because we uh, we needed some kind of some kind of insight onto this. But uh, the other thing too, Jeff, at least people that I've talked to, their argument, not argument really, with this is their questions that they have um, are always about you know when it really comes down to it, if the government did establish martial law in the country, a lot of people feel that soldiers, because they're American soldiers, wouldn't go around and do such a an act up on their own citizens. You know, like you look at Katrina, find them as gun grabbing. Yes, that was one thing there. 
there. But uh, the question I have, Jeff, is, you know, what do you get from other fellow soldiers? You know, are other soldiers more brainwashed into thinking that, look, they're the authority and the government, you know, is the power, is the ruler? Do they have more sympathy? Because there's been a lot of talk about getting foreign troops you know, whether they be Canadian or British troops or whatever, or French troops or, you know, troops from Mexico that seem to come right through our borders all the time. Mm -hmm. it's a lot of talk about foreign troops coming in because they don't have the same feelings for people. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, the go of the whole that power and ego trip thing, you know, you give a youth a certain amount of power and a certain amount of responsibility and he will go wild with it. And that's understandable with most of the youth out there. Same thing with that Marine and the puppy dog incident. We've already went over that one. But mm -hmm. when I was a specialist about three years in the military, my company commander held a, a get-together with every, all, the, all the people in my company and basically stated that there was a, some kind of protest going on off post. I think it was against the School of America, if you don't know what that is. I'll give you time to look it up later. But he basically stated that there was protesters off, camp, or off base and to be wary of. And somebody in the background made some kind of off comment about those stupid protesters. And the com my company commander said, what do you think gives them people the right to speak their mind? And little old Jeff Humphrey raised his hand. And I said, the Constitution, sir. He's like, no. He's like, people like you defending that Constitution. And with that word right there, that proves to you the amount of egotism and the amount of... Um, uh, power or power manipulation that the average soldier has, and if you look absolutely at way, man, if you look at it this way, the the country is a melting pot, and if we ever do go to martial law to where they have to use people in our armed services on our own country, they will not stick them in their hometown. They're not that stupid. Somebody from Texas yeah. will be stuck up in Washington. Somebody from Maine will be stuck down in Florida, to where you do not recognize your surroundings, and you will actually think you're in another country. Yeah, and isn't that so true, Jeffrey, what you're talking about with the uh, drill sergeant there? You know, they, for them it's all about personal. They're they're giving the rights. Somebody has to give the rights. It's not, it's right. not the fact that it's already it's not there. <laughs> it's not God-given. Um, even if you don't believe in God, it's not endowed to you just by the, the nature of you being and you existing. It's the fact that they're defending that, and that therefore they're giving it. You know, a lot of people uh, uh, you know, really just... Uh, idolize the founding fathers because they think that the founding fathers gave them these rights and gave them and wrote the constitution that gives us these rights but it's not it's not mm -hmm. that in the slightest the constitution is what tells the government what to do not what tells us what to do yeah well, that's the, that's where that's the we're failing in our that's where we're failing in our schools right now i mean they're teaching the kids in schools what little bit of constitutional education they do get they're getting that hey the constitution gives you rights no people the Constitution restricts the powers of the government. It states right in that first paragraph of the Declaration of Independence that our creator, whether you want to believe your mom and dad is your creator or some higher power, but your creator give you unleanable rights. That means you cannot put any lien on our rights by the government. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so Jeffrey, okay, they're, they're literally systematically, psychologically indoctrinating people in this one town with their martial law techniques. Is do you think this is going to spread to other towns? Are they going to start taking over, uh, you know, counties and states and and letting uh, massive like war drills happen there? I mean, do you think stuff like that is going to start happening soon? Well, it's it's already happened. All you got to look is uh, Top Off Four or uh, Noble Resolve, which happened last year in Seattle, Washington. They actually have FEMA, 
They have FEMA and the military and foreign militaries. I mean, our government, or I should say our military, just made an illegal treaty with Canada about martial law preparation. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about, Jeffrey. We were just saying that, you know, they were talking with Canada in case of a situation where martial law is, is you know, put forth that you, you'd be seeing Canadian troops in our country. It's, 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 Get that, used to it, folks. Yeah. Well, in case Katrina, of emergency. When Katrina hit, there was actually Mexican troops operating inside of our country. Now, granted, mm -hmm. they weren't carrying rifles, but they were once supplying the beans and bullets to the people that were carrying the rifles. So yeah, we actually right. had integrated national service going on inside America when that happened. It's more of the slow implementation, and just just to make sure that we cover all of our bases here, Jeff and, and Ben and, and Payeth, you know, it's not just the military that's being prepared for this. Look at the police; they're the ones who always get in the news. And there's so many stories. And just look at the last six months. Um, never mind the tasing incidents. Never mind the um, the stuff that happens in these police places inside the uh, the offices. But just look at how they're training the police officers. Look at the manuals, the terrorist manuals. Even with that, I mean, even with that, look at what happened in front of the UN a couple of days ago with the dependent protesters and the police just literally beating the snot on them, men and women. Right. Using their freedom. New York City. Yeah, Jeff. Thanks for calling. We're we're out of time, Jeff. Give us shoot us a um, a call next week Tuesday. Thank you so much for participating, uh, Ben. Any last minute thoughts? I'm gonna go have a beer. I'm, I'm gonna go drink heavily. <laughs> I'm gonna go drink scotch. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm baffled by this. Folks, I'm we're gonna, baffled by all of this. Yeah, we're, we're we're going to win the war one way or another. We gotta just keep our heads straight. And we you know sorry about the somber attitudes here tonight. But yeah, things really. are not going well. Let's we'll just keep the uh, keep the fight up. And let's just keep on moving along. And uh, thanks for your support. Thanks for your emails. And thanks for participating in the forums. For Ben and for Pyeth, I'm Tony Pax from the Animal Farm. And we will talk to you Tuesday. Good night. God bless.